You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. What is up, everyone? Double A here for Profile Pod TV with a little prologue to this episode with my man, our guest, Destruct out of Los Angeles, California. He's a hip-hop recording artist. And let me tell you, he brought the heat on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. He was super wise, super informative, enlightening, energetic, enthusiastic, convicting. As he likes to say, you got to have conviction, man, in anything that you do. And I, I took so much from this episode. You know, I really did. As I do with all my episodes, all my guests. But, but my man was really, really... Uh, Again, you know, super informative. Um, he, we talked about his uh, film production company, his extensive musical catalog, and uh, his heritage. He's half Chilean, half Brazilian. So, you know, those two heritages, two backgrounds really have uh, their respective influences on his uh, musical style. You know, so, you know, we, we also took it back, what inspired him, how he originated with music. And how it, everything really, really um, took off for him. So, again, man, you're going to enjoy this episode. We were in studio. We are face-to-face. And that always brings a different element to the conversation, a different energy. And uh, we were having uh, a few drinks of, of Hennessy on the rocks. So that was fun. And I truly, truly enjoyed this episode. So big shout-out to my man, Destruct Music out of L.A., Go check out the visual episodes as well. Um, you can go to Roku under Social Nostra, Social Nostra Instagram page, and check out the IGTV. And obviously, you can go to my Profile Pod TV YouTube channel, and it's all there. Ladies and gentlemen, you can witness this however you want, video or audio. So your preference, obviously, you're here listening on the audio, and that's great too. You can go catch it on Pandora, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Much appreciated. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at ProfilePodTV underscore. Leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I love the feedback. I love the interaction. All right, everybody. Enjoy this one, and we'll see you next time. And always remember to take it easy. Profile Pod TV. I'm your host, Double A, back for another spectacular episode of the pod. As you can see, I'm right here in the friendly confines of the studio, face-to-face, in person, right here with my man. Before we get to the man of the hour, I just want to say thank you for being here. If you're tuning in from the uh, from Roku, IG uh, TV, Social Nostra, YouTube, audio platforms, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure being here as the host, Double A, here. Uh, so, uh, before we do that, I want to get, thank everybody for showing me so much love. Huge shout out to Los Angeles Entrepreneurs Magazine for naming your boy, Double A Profile Pod TV. Salute, salute. That's right, that's right. Uh, they, they featured us in the latest issue of the Los Angeles, that magazine. Go cop that magazine. Right. Los Angeles Entrepreneurs, September 2021 issue. Go to their, um, their Instagram, Los Angeles Entrepreneurs. 
check the bio and you can link in on their website laemag.com so go cop that issue once again big shout out to Los Angeles Entrepreneurs Magazine just a huge honor very uh, humbled by that uh, you know they, they also ranked the 25 top podcasters of Los Angeles and we came in at number five so it was, nice, yeah, it was really nice. cool five out of 25 can't be mad that's at right. those odds no no that's, I'll take yeah. them right uh, so yeah that's just a huge honor so we're doing things we're heading in the right way let's go so with that being said don't forget to subscribe to Profile Pod TV on the YouTube channel click on that purple button there at the bottom right hand corner of your screen and you would have subscribed to an excellent podcast leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts follow me on Instagram all that good stuff man so I love I love interacting with the audience. I love feedback. I love that interaction. I need the feedback. I need the constructive criticism. So um, with all that being said, we got a very, very heavy hitter in the house tonight, man. From all the way from West Los Angeles, California. Yes, sir. By way of East LA as well. Yes, sir. My man is here representing, so he's doing a lot of big things. He's been in the game, hip-hop recording artist, uh, t- more than a decade now. He's got over 31 albums, or 31 albums. Uh, I mean, just, you know, uh, the list goes on and on and on, and he's all over the place, man. Just came back from New York, and just, you know, rubbing elbows, man. That's all Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on Profile Pot TV, my man... Destruct. Hey, thank you, brother. I appreciate you for having me, man. Much love for everyone tuning in, rocking with us, and congrats being featured on that magazine, bro. That's a dope title to have, like, in your resume and shit. Let people know, like, number five in regards of the millions of podcasts that are out here in L.A. alone. You know what I mean? So, that's super dope. Thank you so much for saying that, brother. No, it's, 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 it's like, mind-blowing, man. Mind-blowing yeah. is just, you know, it's, it's humbling. It's yeah. it's a great feeling, man. It can, really I is. I can imagine. That recognition, you, and you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it's not an easy thing to do, trust me. I was doing a show called The Format, shout out to the homie DJ Swift for like maybe three years in a podcast. It's, it may seem easy, but it's not. To keep a refreshing conversation interesting, that's why there's only a handful of like podcasts I fuck with. Like I'm big on Joe Budden, I like Kevin Smith shit for my nerd Marvel stuff, and I love Steve Austin for my classic wrestling shit. So I have my balance from my music to ears of the street, wrestling, movies, and everything in between. And But these are people that already were interesting by themselves without the shit they talk about you know what i'm saying wow man that so is sure you could relate to that you know what i mean i absolutely no thank you man that, that that's that you don't even know what that means because to be mentioned in the same sentence as uh joe budden <laughs> that was oh gee let's be honest i mean wow. joe's got to get his his, his uh you know his kudos, his kudos, man. Like, he's one of the first real talk to revolutionize a podcast. He was one of the first artists to have a TV. I remember, like, early 2000s, like, Joe Budden TV was one of the yes. first artists to really start implementing online an online presence and show, hey, there's a different way we can market ourselves and connect with the audience. And let's be honest, man. Like, hate it or love it, his podcast is super interesting. I love the fact that even though it doesn't have the same original members, he has homies that are even less biased than the other people because they're homies that may not even be a fan of the shit he likes and go against what he thinks and i think it, it leaves so much more room for a dope debate and discussion you know what i'm saying so shout out to buddy man you should pay me for Ooh. sponsorship bro straight up yeah, no, hey, you know? was that, yeah no you're not getting paid for that right <laughs> nah but i wouldn't mind man i'm a fan i, I listen religiously like buddy to me is, is, is the truth you know what i'm saying and that's Absolutely. don't think about podcasts is it's, it's more than just the music experience it's like a almost like an intimate home experience you bring into your people and your listeners and your viewers like hey man let's just chill out and enjoy this conversation we're about to have you know you don't 
gotta pay attention to the lyrics. You just gotta vibe out, listen to shit, and comment while you go or later or not. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. I, I love how you just just frame that, man. That's a beautiful description yeah. of podcasting, man. Yeah, because that's what it is. You summed it up, man. It's, yeah, you're 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 letting people in. There's no yeah. It's just chill, like you said. It's a uh, you know nice conversation. It's like flowing. a mic in the middle of the sala. Like hey guys, let's just talk. Yeah, and then the, you know they're a fly on the wall, right? Pretty exactly. much. Exactly. Exactly. I think to be the, the most random and spontaneous are the best kind of mm. podcast. I mean, I'm not knocking structures, but I love when it just feels like a, just a random conversation. Yeah. Like, let me just pick your brain on the spot. Because that's how I was doing it. Before I did podcasts, I was hosting this show called Locally Hip Hop, where I would just, they would tell me to like think of questions for the guests. I would do a little research, but honestly, bro, everything was just on the fly. And at the end of the show, I'll just be like, three words, how do you define hip-hop? That was the only structure that I had. Everything else, I kind of just talked to the artists and try to keep the time limit in mind. We had like maybe 10 minutes to have a full-on show and meet cool. and give the, the viewers a cool little backdrop of whoever I was interviewing and also throw in a freestyle. Thumbian. It's a lot to do in 10 minutes. And on top of that, <laughs> the different sponsors we had, I literally had to do a breakdown of whatever the model was wearing. Wow. And I ain't no fucking, you know, was it next America's Next Top Model spectator? I was just like, yo, she got some Tim's, check it out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, back to the music. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely tested my abilities as a host to be like, hey, man, you know, if you could handle a show, why not do a podcast? Why not do something? where it just seems so organic and not scripted compared to where albums are a little more methodical a little more planned yeah. out and calculated so my podcast is on the rise now because people want that that real shit that reality because reality TV is already scripted this is like the most reality shit you ever get is a podcast you listen to because it's literally one camera one take rolling yeah. you know what I'm saying definitely man no no it's, it's an organic thing and yeah man it's it's uh, like you said it's on the rise it's, it's definitely a medium that's uh you know, it's, it's the future, man, and it's, it is, it's, it's trending that way, and, you know, it's a beautiful thing, man, because it's an opportunity for myself, you know, and yeah. that, that hopefully I can, I, I'm going to continue to scale up of course. the uh, the business and treat it as a business hey. and all that good stuff, but no, absolutely, Con man. Consistency and progress, to me, are the key words. Apply to anything in life. That's why a lot of people ask me, oh, are you doing this a decade later and this and that, or are you getting paid what you're worth? I'm like, honestly, bro, it's one of those things where if you honestly don't love what you're doing, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, because the money comes and goes, right? The money it, it, there is no, you know what I'm saying, guarantee or warranty on that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's an expiration yeah. date to everything, just like your own life. But when it comes to love, that's forever, timeless. You can't Absolutely. put an expiration date on something you love doing that brings you more than just any financial gain. Don't get it twisted, though. It's a blessing to make honest living doing what you honestly love. Oh, man. But you got to love that shit first before even trying to put a price on it. You feel me? The when, price comes before it, I think it distorts everything. 100%, bro. 100%. Yeah, you know, you, you've been in, you could be. You know, I met plenty of people, man. They, they they make good money, great money, whatever you let you know. But do they love what they're doing? But exactly, that's the key. So man. I'm not gonna say everybody got a price, and they're selling their souls. I just think, you know. You can just tell when something's fabricated compared to what's something that's organic and it came from a genuine place. You yeah. can tell when shit's forced. Like when whether if it's a hater, I love I saw this this um saying from Biggs Burks, who's one of Jay-Z's like mentors slash managers, he says something like, Don't let anyone recruit you into hating someone that never did you wrong. And yeah. I feel like, wow, that's such a genius perspective to look at shit, because nowadays motherfuckers are so close-minded or, you know, dumbfounded or e easy, so easily, you know, gullible to believe the bullshit hype without even knowing the full story of shit. That's why there's things like TMZ and right. World Star, where you don't <laughs> understand the backstory, you just see it for face value without even knowing what the fuck is really going on. Exactly. You know? Exactly. 
Yeah. R. Kelly, on the other hand, oh, shit, you don't got to believe he did it or not. Just well, I didn't see the video, but I saw that surviving R. Kelly I, the first season. That made me look at R. Kelly differently. And right. they had enough evidence to let you know what's up. It wasn't just he said, she said. They had enough oh. evidence to break it down. Interesting. I mean, paperwork and visuals. It's like, yo, that's that's homeboy. Like Chappelle said, dog, we know it was you. We saw your Soul Train Award by the bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, For real. Um, I, wa I wanted to take it back a little bit further than I, like I always do, man. I, I like to get that, you know, those that backstory. How did one become inspired? You know, what motivated that person to become um, an artist or whatever the, the case may be, right? Yeah. In your case, man, I want to take it back to one pivotal moment. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you what that is. It's, it's, uh, you were six years old. You know, it. 1994. You heard it. And you watched Crisscross. And for those who don't know, Crisscross is, go look them up, 90s Crisscross, uh, jump, and just type in classic, jump. Classic hip hop. If you're too young to know, yeah. Go check that out. But you were watching a Rugrats commercial with Crisscross in it. Yeah. Well, they weren't in it. They did the music. Oh, they did the music. I'm the so music. sorry. They did the music. Take us back to that moment, bro. That was the, the, the pivotal that moment. That was right? it. That was it. That was when. I, I felt like I knew what rap was, hearing it from afar, but this was the first time it was delivered to me, like, directly. Now, mind you, you know, this is the hood, bro. It's West LA. I'm talking Pico La Brea, right? And uh, the only reason why we had cable was because my uncle from Brazil was living in, and he found a way to get us free, free cable. You know, <laughs> bootleg yeah, the, cable. The bootleg black box and shit with the red numbers on it and shit, where, you know, the porn, some of the porn sites, you know, look a little less fuzzy at night and shit. Everybody had their own little tactic to getting free cable exactly, back in the day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, like, so thanks to cable, I got obviously introduced to Nickelodeon, which was my shit. There's still, oh, yeah. it's crazy because my girl just got uh, Paramount Plus and I'm looking at all the old shows and like, you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Hell yeah. Fuck, fuck. I remember I was afraid to swim for like years <laughs> when that red skeleton came out the water. I just saw that shit the other day. I was like, yo, gosh. Yo, this wasn't on some, some weenie shit. It was fucking scary. But anyway, so no I, I was getting tapped into those shows, man. And I, I you know, I was four years old. I mean, my bad, six years old, and Rugrats was just one of them. One, Rugrats was just one of the shows that really grabbed, grabbed my mind. Just yeah, yeah. See how crazy these little babies' imaginations <laughs> and the Remember one episode, it? one of them swallow a watermelon, and yeah. they think that watermelon's, uh, was it a garden's gonna grow inside them? Oh, that's right. They busted that's some it. magic school bus shit and went inside <laughs> themselves to take out the, it was a wild show, man. Dude. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's, uh, I was already like 18 right there, you know. Yeah, right? so, so you know, you know what it is, man. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for letting my white hairs feel right at home and shit. Man, there you go. <laughs> so when I heard this commercial, bro, like all you hear was like, dum, 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 dum. and I was like, what is this? And I forget how it starts. I got to post it. And I just hear these fools just spazzing. And they're rapping about a show that I fucked with. Mm -hmm. So I understood every mm -hmm. word that they were saying. And I was like, yo, I get it. They're talking about a show I fuck with, but with a music that I, I'd heard before, but not really. And and ever since then, bro, I, I don't know what it was, bro. That was the Spider-Man bug bite from my life, dog. Like, mm. I literally started freestyling and beatboxing. Like, I was so in love with the, the music that I didn't even need to put in the words to express myself. I literally, out of nowhere, I would incorporate that shit and everything from ciphers, school projects. Like, there were, anytime I had a chance to speak in my class, I would throw my music in that shit, bro, because of that damn commercial. So being the only child, that was my introduction, right? Uh -huh. Besides, like, you know, my mom was bigger on, like, K-Earth and K-Love, you know, oh, old school classic bro, shit like that and, and fucking Coast 103.5. Yeah. So I was hearing, like, <laughs> that's old 80s school. South Rock. I'm a shot head, too. I fucks with shot Hell yeah. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? So there would be, you feel me? So there'd be times where maybe we'll be going out or she run an errand, I'm in the car, and and then I'll just go through, like, the stations and I'll hear this hip-hop shit. And I'm like, oh, this shit's dope. Yeah. So when my mom and my stepdad... 
I went from only child to having eight stepsisters, right? <laughs> and it wasn't no motherfucking Ooh. seventh heaven. There was four biological and four foster. So I was dealing with that. baggage from both ends on some le levels I'd never thought I would understand. Eight sisters? Eight. And I was, I was, mind you, wow. I was seven, and everybody else was 13 and up. Thir from 13 to 17 and shit, oh, bro. Oh, wow. Okay. So... So they had their CDs scattered in the living room, right? They'd be everything from Sublime. They were big on that fucking Shania Twain shit. And then there was Warren G, Regulate, right? G-Funk era. And I was like, okay, what is this? I just see Homeboy posted up on the light post. Yeah. Chilling. I like the colors. The, the cover. cover. Cover grabbed my attention. I popped that in. I'll never forget. Just hearing that for the first time. <laughs> do, 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 do. You know, uh -huh. Regulators. Mount up. Yeah. That song forever. Forever really let me know what is the levels and, and lengths that this hip hop shit could take you. Because the crisscross shit was real raw, boom bap, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in your face. Yeah. Fuck with the Rugrats. But Born G shit was like, oh, it's some grown folk music. Right. Like that let me know, hey man, this isn't just about raps. It's about musically, where can your voice go with the beat? Where can you go with the music? And then hearing Nate Dogg, Nate, yeah, my to introduction to hearing singing on some some rap singing, I was like, yo, man, this is fucking amazing. And I banged, well, I must have played out that CD like four times a day. I love that <laughs> shit. But from, I'm talking from the regulators to uh, this DJ uh -huh. to that one song with, where he lets the, I forget what it was, it was like a female MC group that they had, oh. like, he gave her their own song, Fly Through the Sky Like a Bird. The, the whole wide world is Gosh, watching. Man. It's the Super Soul Sis. I forget her name. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But you, you listen to that Born G regulate G Funk era out, man. That's yeah. shit that they don't make anymore. Shit that, like, you could tell they try to recreate now. Like, Warren G was really in his own lane and, and really combining that whole funk style with this hip hop shit, you know? Absolutely, man. You can tell he had the Dre influence, but he was on his own tip. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we were talking, don't get me started, bro. You know, the 90s, I mean, that whole era is just, oh, I mean, it's just a plethora of, of just hip hop. And I mean, it meant multiple genres. Yeah. You know, because I like, I was spoiled, man, because I, I, I would, you, you know, I was a kid in the 80s and then I was a teenager, yeah. young adult in, in the 90s, man. So, golden era. That's yeah. like that wheelhouse right there. Ooh, man. You know, you had I, it all. I had it all, bro. Yeah, and like every genre, bro. I mean, I I can I can go back to like Depeche Mode, for example, YouTube, The Cult, The Cure, yeah, dude, The Morrissey, Green, The Smiths, all Green, that stuff, Green, bro. Green Day, I love The Smiths, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. Into or even further back, grunge, DC, Queen, you know. What I'm oh, like, dude, that's that classic shit. Exactly. Wham, you know, for you know, Culture see, Club. See, but that's dope that we can say that, bro, because I feel like nowadays a lot of people get stuck in their box of what they listen to, and I feel like you are. You know, besides what you are, what you eat, you are what you hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like you got to diversify your input as much as your output, especially artistically speaking. You know, like, if you listen to my last record, Dream State, I sample everything from Deftones to Phil Collins, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, Queens of the Stone Age, to, oh, you know, I forget shit. what else, to really make a, an interesting soundscape that inspired me to even want to, like, you know, com combine my efforts to it, you feel me? Yeah. And that's something I would have never known if it wasn't for these other genres of music. So I feel like even though, yeah, I'm talking about what was the first hip-hop I was introduced to, at the same time... My my background was so diverse from samba to rock and espanol to classic rock to blues, pop, jazz, everything that it let me know like this is what I wanted to do with my life subconsciously. I didn't know it just yet when I was a kid, but I knew that music was going to play some kind of role in my life, bro, because it wasn't that kind of genre uh -huh. besides country and techno that I wasn't fucking with. Everything else was like, yo, turn on that cumbia. Let me hear that shit. Real quick. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's a trip that 
you know, we can be so open-minded with our selections and still be a hardcore hip-hop head. I think a lot of people forget that balance and they'll be surprised the different influences they'll get when they get out of their comfort zone. You feel me? Uh -huh. It's the same uh -huh. thing with traveling. Like, it was a blessed to go to New York not once but twice for the first time this year and experience how the East Coast really was from everything, from the food to just the scenery to how the people react, to how the music, our music hits out there and their music hits. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, and to man. rock a show here and there. So it's one of those things from... The, from what you take in to what you see and reach out to makes a big difference when you're not on a one block radius. When you're willing to travel and really feel and vibe out to some other shit, it's gonna change your perspective, man. That's why I tell people all the time, like, I haven't seen it all, I haven't done it all, but but I've been through enough to have a pretty interesting perspective on shit, and I think that's why the music is a reflection of that, you know? And so you've been rapping since you were six then, pretty much, right? I mean, was officially recording when I was like 16. I did my first album, Rebel Minded, right? That was, uh, 2007, mm -hmm. right? I did that from ages like 16 to 18. So, but but before then, I there wasn't a time where I wasn't rapping or like in, trying to flex my skill and ability. You know what I mean? Like, right. when, so it started when I was six. My name came when I was 12, and me writing came when I was about 13, recording 16. So every couple of years, when I was not even 18 yet, I did my first gig at the the old school GABA. I'm talking Melrose in Normandy, wow. opening for Sly Boogie. That was your first gig? Yeah, which ironically, we're both rocking uh, this this weekend, or uh, October 2nd to be exact, at Thotfest, which is going to be pretty crazy. Oh, wow. So opening with Evidence and Rock Marciano and a whole bunch of other OGs and shit. No so. shit. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Who, is, is that with... Uh uh, what's the name of that event? I'm sorry. Dot no, Fest. Dot Fest. Oh, Fest. okay. No, there's yeah. another one. It's not so with that. Boogie's gonna be there too as well. So it's a trip. It's a trip. How, yeah. you know, things kind of come around full circle. Like, hey, I'm talking about my first gig, and now my next gig is with the same OG that I was looking up to then, and now we're gonna Slide be Boogie. on the same festival together. So it's crazy how things work out. It just goes to show you, like. You know, with consistency and the hard work that anything is really possible. And all it took for me was to go on MySpace. Remember the forums on MySpace? Yeah. Where yeah, it wasn't even a bulletin. It was literally forums that random motherfuckers would post looking for shows and gigs. And I found some. I didn't know any better. And I'm not knocking anyone that does a pay to play. You know, at the time, I'm just going to say I didn't know any better. But yeah. I was just, I was anxious to get out. Did my old ticket hustle shit, did my first gig, and, and the doors just kept opening from there. And opportunities kept going from there. It's one of those things where, like, the more you put in, yeah. the more you get out. You feel me? And that's Absolutely. what kind of started this shit, you know? Absolutely, man. No, no, I, you know... So as you as time went on when you were a kid, man, did you did the confidence build for you, uh, was or was it one of those where, I mean, right at the gate, man, you were just you know spitting, you could perform in front of people, man, yeah. you know, nine, ten, eleven years old. Yeah, was it one of those things, or did it that kind yeah, of? Yeah, let me let me tell graduate? you, bro. Like ninety four was a crazy year for me, not just because of Jordan and Michael Jackson, like you know them being heroes and shit, um, not because of you know. Illmatic and 36 Chambers and uh, I think Midnight Marauders and how many classic Bro. albums came out that year the fact that I got introduced to a new style of hip hop right I was incorporating this into my life and the fact that I went to to my theater to my homeland for the first time I went to, to Brazil to Rio de Janeiro to, to Rio mm. seeing my, my family for the first time right and I'm traveling there with a new mindset besides, you know, seeing a place I never seen before. I got this music in my soul that I never felt before. So Queen was one of the first bands my dad put me on, right? Oh. And I love We Will Rock You way before the Mighty Ducks. Like that was my shit. <laughs> so I had no beat, bro. Like I told you, I, if I wasn't beatboxing, it was, it was acapellas. I told one time I was at a family gathering in Brazil. Everybody, you know, stomp your feet like, like, like We Will Rock You. So everybody was, you know, poof, 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 poof,
I just started freestyling for as long as they could hold it, straight up. So that just let me know I could do some, you know, spontaneously, and I could, I could perform, like, oh, shit. So they, I would even do, you know, events besides talent shows. I would ask the high school, like, hey, you know, let's do a fundraiser. Charge a dollar ahead. Let's do something during lunch. Had over 300 fucking kids come. They made, you know, I don't know how much the school made. You know what I'm saying? Do the math. That's cool, man. So a dollar fifty or change or whatever for them to come in. And to see, like... That that kind of kind of come out of nowhere, bro, and rock a full crowd, or whether if it was MC battles, which I was into at the time, it was just dope to, to feel like, hey man, I, I got a purpose in something. Like I thought I was gonna be shy or get stage fright, but I feel comfortable doing this. And it's more than just a performance. It's like I'm having a, a connection with the crowd. I look at now me performing, like I'm having a conversation with you. Like, yo, you good? I'm not gonna eyeball you to death, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure yeah. you vibing. I'm gonna do a little call and response. I'm gonna show you how I would look at what a real hip hop show should be what what the fuck is showmanship what's what's presence mm. what's what's organization and the responsibility of remembering your lyrics i'm not going to tell you about the ogs i've seen lip sync which is disappointing man on smash <laughs> tell us, bro, nah, 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 i don't want to it was disappointing as I'm fuck kidding. though i just knew that i wanted to be distinctive though real talk i wanted to have my own approach to show i want to have my own voice my own style and definitely my own way of presenting you know what i'm saying my music so when it comes to my shows you'll see why do i stand out compared to this person compared to that person because I love this shit that much that I, I look at every detail and that applies to anything that I'm invested in. You know what I'm saying? And I think your your heritage too, man. You're, you're half uh, Brazilian, half Chilean. It's different, bro. It's different that, heritage. That is, yeah, that is very colorful. Uh, those two cultures in and of themselves. Yeah. I think, you know, how would you think, how do you think that will influence your, your musical style? Your, yeah, overall, man. Your your your, fla your musical flavor influence. Yeah. And what, no, what have you? Honestly, bro, like, First off, just from a, like a humility, human standpoint, it, it made me the most, I think, centered or understanding than ever. Because in my family, I got every color out the crayon box. You know what I'm saying? My great grandma's black, aunts, uncles. I'm only light skinned because of my dad. My dad looks straight like European and shit. Yeah, yeah. Chile, you know, the sun don't hit him the same like it hits him in Brazil. You feel well, me? Like in Rio. Won. You know what what do they say? We won't. We won't, right? We won't. We say we, right? Mexicans say we. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Philly, that puta, que isso, cara? I'm telling you, those dialects, fool, and you're trying to juggle them all. I love a, that, bro. It's a mind fuck. Say that again, bro. Like, instead of buenos dias, it's bon dia. Instead of todo bien, tudo bem. Oh, you're talking Portu yeah, Portuguese. Portuguese compared to, you know, Christian compared to Christian. This is the way the R's yeah. maneuver is different. It's a mindfuck, man. But, um... Maconha, nah, the maconha. Exactly, maconha. <laughs> not marijuana, maconha. Look at the difference, bro. So, with that being said, we getting hot in here. It's a hot, hot topic. You know it's what I'm saying? It's all good, brother. Um... It just left me. It left me really open-minded, bro. Just on my perspective of the world and just how how I look at shit. You know how I look at shit in general. That color never mattered, gender never mattered, fucking religion, none of that. Because in Brazil, they got everything. You know what I'm saying? Jewish, Christian, any religion we got out here, we got out there. Maybe even more extreme or, or not. And we got every color. Migrated, living together. Rich, yeah. poor, every class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking the same black or white fool will be on the block burning. City of God, bro. It's the That's another thing too in Brazil. It made me very enlightened and humble to how easy we got it here. Because oh. the hood out here is not what the fuck a hood's considered in Brazil. You feel me? It's favela. City of God, yeah. The favelas that scratches the surface, but it gets worse. I'll put it to you like this, bro. I got robbed in LA streets, but in Brazil, when you get lost, I ask somebody for directions and they'll look at me holding their baby dead in my eyes. 
if you keep walking that way, you know where you're going to enter? The mouth of death. And I'm like, whoa, what? shit. Ten what? seconds later, my uncle finds us. Get in the car, guys. What the Crazy fuck? shit. Crazy shit. And out there, you know, it's not as bad as some people may say, but I'll put it to you like this. My uncles and, and a lot of family members, you know, the, the, the head honchos of the family, they're afraid to go out at night. Wow. So just as overwhelming as the poverty is, so is the beauty. Mm. Yeah, it is the murder capital of the world, but it's also one of the most beautiful places you could ever be at. You feel me? So with that being said, you yeah, know, it the, gave me a real different perspective on life in general, music aside. Now, with the music involved, I mean, when you look at samba, bossa nova, jazz infusion, like Brazil is its mm. own tip. Same thing mm. with Chile. You know what I'm saying? There's their own very distinctive styles just from the lingo and everything that Bro. they talk. You feel me? So beautiful. Man. You get what I'm saying? So definitely, I would say that influenced my flow and just how I go about things. And yeah, I do incorporate sometimes Spanish and Portuguese and you know, in my, in my work. I think it's it's all relevant, and uh, it's all because of me just embracing my background and my heritage. Is that I think I'm I'm pretty blessed to have such a unique perspective on it. Don't get me wrong, uh, you know, to me a Brazilian can be just as unique as any, any Mexican, Chinese person, or whatever. But right. I'm just saying. I never, I have yet to meet someone else that's had that combination of those layers that I've been blessed to have. That my dad being from Chile and my mom being from Brazil, I've yet to meet that combination. Let alone, you know, being in the same room during the, like a, you know, World Cup and shit. Yeah. Now my stepdad's Argentinian. Fuck, you don't know how many times my folks oh. almost divorced over games, dog. You know what I'm saying? Because Argentina and Brazil. That's was like, oh, that's the right. Some bloods, low key. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, shit is wild. So, absolutely. So, in more ways than one, I would say my upbringing definitely inspired just me as a man. And as well as artists, stylistically to personally, for sure, in many levels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Two, just two beautiful cultures colliding, bro. Yeah. You know? <laughs> colliding, you know? indeed. Absolutely, man. Yo, and, and speaking of music, man, let's, let's get into your music, man. You know, we're talking all this music, bro. Yeah. And you're, you're, we have a. I'm sitting here with an amazing musician. Thank you, thank uh, you. Man. Of course, brother. No, no. You, uh, you, your latest album, Dream State, Dream State, yes, was released in. Correct me if I'm wrong. December. December of last year. Okay. It's supposed to be uh, this year. But COVID just threw everything the fuck off. So I was like, you know what, better late, better earlier than never, I guess. But uh -huh. then again, I also delayed it for a while because uh, my drummer had to do a bid. So I kind of focused, shout out to Inner City Soul, my live band. So I, I kind of focused on my band shit and delayed that project. But yeah, Dream State did come out last uh, last December. Gotcha, gotcha, man. No, no, and, and, and who produced? That was a produced by this amazing production team called Black Amish. My boy Surface, Ayo Dolo, um, you know, Sam Forsen. The cats that produce from everybody, from ASAP Ma to The Game to Little Dicky. They got gold plaque with Little Dicky. So yeah, they were super dope. I met him through a videographer and we worked on a track a couple years back. And homies really fucked with my style and what I was doing. And like, hey, dude, we want to do your whole next record. So it was a hybrid of them giving me ideas and then me giving them the different song, uh, you know, samples from Phil Collins to Deftones and all that shit. And I, I definitely feel like it's one of my most modern produced records, but conceptually, you know, it's called Dream State for a reason. You know, there is no intro and outro. It goes from Dream State and then the last song is called My State. The whole album is about really just manifesting dreams to reality and the good and bads that we go through just to just to get to that point, to even feel the good and bad in this everyday life. So I, I get pretty, pretty deep. I love that, bro. That, that being my 31st project, you know, I never want to move like a broken record, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I never say that amount of albums just for the sake of saying it's because I love this shit so much that I've been blessed to work with different producers around the world that inspire something new in me. So I, I don't know too many artists that can really, you know, say that they got 
bodies of work that can really capture those different moments in their life. You feel me? Right. Like my music and my albums are like time capsules of where I was from 16 to now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just turned 33. So it's crazy how now I can say I spent half my life, more than half my life dedicated to this music shit, but half of my life can be represented on wax. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and we man. still got so much more to go. You know? Yeah. I still feel like I'm just getting started, bro. It's crazy. It's an addiction, but it's a healthy addiction, you know? For sure, man. When you go back and look at your your discography, your catalog, bro, like yeah. from you know from you know the first few albums, and you listen and you you, you notice that like a progression of, of your life, you know, yeah. you remember you were going through uh, what you were going through during that time when you recorded this album and the next one, and how you know it's a, just a progression of your life, right? Right, and it's kind of like when I with these podcasts, man, even these episodes, you know, I go back even more, two years it's ago, more in depth, I think, than albums sometimes because it's like you're seeing the moment right in front of you. Yeah, right. For like an hour, however long, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. It's it's crazy, but yeah. but. Yeah, as an artist, as a creator, right? You you, you document, you're chronicling your life, pretty to much. Reflect it? on that shit. Yeah, it's a trip. For yeah, sure. for sure, man. No, no doubt, man. But, but uh, so yeah, dream state, and that's what I love about you, man. About your lyrics, and because your lyrics have substance, man. Like you're Thank talking you, about something. Like, that's we what I want. I, I am as much as fools want to hate or contrary to allow motherfucker beliefs. Like you, can, I can bar out all day, but to me, I feel like I've done that. And for doing this for as long as I've been doing it, and the amount of albums I've done, that shit gets hella redundant. Like it gets hella redundant. Even though one of my favorite, you know, artists ever that I got blessed to work with, you know, rest in peace to Sean P. Mm -hmm. He would always say, you know, I'm the best to make nothing sound like something. And that's dope. Don't get me wrong, but. I always wanted to dig a little deeper, and I, and I love artists like Royce the Five Nine, who now are more mm. personal than ever. Like his last albums were just, you know, you could just see the layers of where he was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a song where, in one day, he talks about getting signed with Eminem, his girlfriend gives birth, and his grandma dies in the same building. It's like crazy shit like that that you can tell he was never comfortable enough to talk about it earlier. But I think as artists, mm -hmm. you know, as we mature as artists, we mature as men as well as, as human beings, and, you know, we're able to just navigate and really tell our stories better. And I think now, like, I'm at a place where, don't get me wrong, I'll still bar out, but... I really want to talk about things I haven't seen before, how I'm seeing the world now. Walk that thin line between life experiences and just my creativity just on a good one. And just, you know, go where really the music takes me. That's really where, where my head's been at. And Dream State is like a perfect depiction of conceptually, you know, where can you take a record? Because anybody can make a mixtape, collection of songs. Not too many people can make a body of work that sounds like an experience. Like, look at Fuji's now, 25 years of the score. Or even Ghostface, Iron Man, or Illmatic, or even Sublime shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, albums that you listen front to back, like, yo, man, this shit makes sense. There was somewhere. Little Brother, The Listening. Just to name a few. Regulate G-Funk era. Like, there was a story, there was a vibe, there was a moment and an experience you felt from the first track to the last track. Not just... Yo, here's the best 10 songs I got, or three songs. I don't know. Attention spans are so small now. <laughs> EPs and LPs ain't what they used to be, right? So who knows, man, you know? Yeah, man. No doubt, no doubt, brother. But yeah, it's, gosh, man, there's so much, uh, you know, you bring up some, some really interesting points there, man, you know? But um, going back to the mind state, uh, I'm sorry, dream state. Dream state, yes, sir. You, you know, uh, you have how many tracks on, on, on the album? 13, 13, but a lot of them are like two in one. You know, I ain't going to lie. You know, my motto was like, stay true to the foundation, but don't be afraid to, to adapt with the times, right? Uh -huh. So like new artists like Travis Scott, for example, I, I, you know, I may not agree with everything he raps about, 
but I really dig his approach to music where he has songs where it sounds like two songs in one. I always dug that. It's like you just give more to the listeners. Like you're giving more bang for your buck because you think you're getting one track, but the beat changed a couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll notice on okay. Dreamstay, even though it's 13, it's really like 18, 19 because gotcha. I got other tracks that sound like they two in one, the interludes, everything's under one nice little tight-knit project and shit. I so see. It's definitely a, a trip that I really wanted to take people on and if they hear the shit front, if they're if their attention spans allow them enough to hear it front to back, it's they're gonna notice more than just surface level. You know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely yeah. get deep with it. You know? I love that, bro. I love right. that, man. And, and, and uh, do you typically work with the the, the same producer, or do you kind of mix that up? Always it? mix. Every time it's been different. It's been one time where, um, like, shout out to my brother High Fly. We did a series called The Chronic Blues, where we got we were blessed to do two two you know projects of Volume One and Volume Two. But especially when my, other other than my live band. Every project I've done has always been different producer. I like sticking with one producer for a project because to me, I just feel like it makes things sound more consistent. Especially if a producer can bring you know different ideas to the table, you bring you bring something new out of them, and they bring something new out of you. There's been a couple times where I have it mixed, uh -huh. but a lot of times with projects, I just like the consistency, the cohesiveness of just one MC, one producer. Let's see what we can make out of this. So I've been a bigger fan of that. But from LA to Germany to Spain to Paris, Paris to Philly, you know, to back to back to LA. It's, it's been crazy just working with different people around the world and just seeing sonically the landscapes that we've been able to paint from scratch, from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable, it's, it's man. A trip, yeah, man. When you look back now, destruct. When you go back, I mean, and you realize, do you, do you think like, gosh, damn, man, I, I've come a long way. Does that moment, do you, does that hit you like that? When I see the gray hairs on me, yeah. I'm thinking I got to get some, like, Beijing or something to cover this shit up. Yeah. And, you know, let alone the cracked out hairline. But that's, that's, that's hereditary. I, I do, but I, I, I sometimes I, I just trip out. Like, like damn, like, just to see how much I've grown from dental now and musically, just how much the times have changed. But one thing I've always said is, you know, I always want to deliver substance. Even if I'm having fun, it's going to have another little level of metaphors and meanings to it or a level of wittiness to it. That's one thing I always appreciated from the moment I got into this. I wanted I wanted to have something to say and also say it dope and be very distinctive. I know people try to say it sound like game, sound like that. I'm like, you know what? When it's all said and done, I know that I, I did my own thing. I, I, I feel like there's no other destruct and why I call myself the best you never heard. That's the slogan I'm going to take to the grave. Maybe it'll change when I'm no longer here, but till then, I got no problem holding it down for the underdogs that want to experiment, try different things, really elevate la cultura, but also, you know, be true to the foundation, which is what? Dope beats and dope rhymes. That's it. As, as simple as I can say it. That's, That's always great. been the perspective, you know? No, I love that, man. No, I, I love it. Yeah, I love your disposition, man, uh, your outlook and your approach, man. It's it's, it's, a, it's unique, man. You're, yeah, Thank like you, you said, you want to be the only destruct. You are, man. You're, you're Without definitely... force, though. It's just, yeah. That's why I, I can never cater to a crowd, dog. Like, that's why, I, honestly, bro, being on this past tour this year, it gave me the best fucking, like, depiction of an honest reaction. You want an honest reaction of your music? Rock in front of a crowd that don't know who you are. In another town, in another part of the fucking world, bro. Love that, yeah. I remember rocking in Brazil when motherfuckers didn't even understand everything I was saying and still rocking with me. But when I said, do that shit, do that shit, do it, they respond with me. That's how you know, like, hey, maybe I got some. Maybe I really can perform, control a crowd, and be an artist. Traveling artist at that. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something I don't take for granted. It's these learning experiences and these stepping stones that's enabling me these open up these new chapters in my life to let motherfuckers know like hey man 
you can try to count me out all you want, but I'm going to forever be a force to reckon with in this shit. And that's by nature, dog. That's by the, the big man upstairs allowing this shit to happen. Not to get all deep with it, but that's no. just what it boils down to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah, no doubt, man. No, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, man. And again, man, you, you, you do, I think you're uh you do such a great job at you know expressing that, expressing the, you, conveying that message, you know, yeah. through your music, you know, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, man. What what uh, what do you think? You also talk about the experiences uh, working with uh, you know Sean P. Rest in peace and yeah. and uh, Syrah, uh Grammy Award uh, Grammy nominated. Syrah, yeah. I'm sorry, Syrah. Excuse me. Syrah is dope though. Shout out to Syrah, <laughs> man. Syrah, production team. I'm low key a pop archivist as well. So there you there's go. a lot of Syrah, uh, Sun Rock, Syrah, Syrah. You know the drink as well. You know, what I'm saying? Uh, was that vodka? Or, uh, yeah, Diddy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, you know, it's crazy. Um, you know, my first record, right, Rebel Minded, um, it was at a time in my life where, okay, I didn't even have my own beats yet, bro. Like, literally, I was just anxious to get the fuck out. You know, I had bars. I found random instrumentals online, whether if it was DJ Premier, Alchemist. I just wanted to get out, right? As I was recording these, these mixtape tracks and finding my sound, that's what people forget. Like, yeah, you could take the dopest beat out there, but what you're all, only thing you're promoting is your voice. You're not really promoting your sound until you come with your own original music. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, at the yeah. moment, all I had was my voice. I didn't have my own sound yet because I was using instrumentals and shit. Oh, okay. So with that being said, I punched it all in my space, getting on my grind, getting out there. My first year on the scene, 17, barely 18, uh, a band approached me. They gave me that opportunity. Dope. As I was doing that, my other homies approached me. Hey, bro, you deserve to have your own production. I don't want to hear you rock over instrumentals. I want to make a beat for you. Wow. So simultaneously, as I was putting together my own music, mm -hmm. I also got offered to rock with a band where I would, you know, kind of blend the tracks I had already to music they already had and maybe even think of some on the scratch. So I, I was really understanding and having a whole nother level of appreciation for just compositions and how songs were being put together. You feel me? Understanding the science. People forget there's a science to this shit. Wow. What's the 16? What's a, what's a hook? What's the bridge? And then when it comes to live bands, there's whole other elements to that shit. What's a, what the fuck's a solo? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So as these tracks were coming together, you know, I knew that I wanted to be on some Illmatic shit. That if I was gonna have a feature, it was gonna be one and one that counted. Just like how AZ did his damn thing on Illmatic, you know? Yeah. So as I was in the scene, I got introduced to this MC Cyro, who's pretty dope, dope female MC. Um, now I'm not sure exactly like the type of music she's doing now. I'm like a little more experimental, but at the time she was like super, super hip hop with it, right? So um, I had this beat from a, it's crazy because a lot of the producers don't even make music anymore. That's one thing I noticed from a lot of my older music is where, where are they now? Like uh -huh. they just did it in that time. I was like one of the only elements from then, from just 07 alone, still doing shit today and presenting shit moving forward. So when I got Syra on a joint, Couple years later, she ended up winning a Grammy with with the Skrillex, you know, world-renowned awesome. freaking DJ slash producer for that Bangarang joint, and it just lets me know, like, man, from like people I executive produce and saw blow up to the only feature on my album to win a Grammy on my wow. on my first album when I was 16, 17, 18 to let me know like, hey man, you know, success is literally like a block away, fuck a mile. And it, and it wasn't never about the fame. To me, success is you being happy and living comfortably in what, what you got, what you doing, like straight up. Fuck the lavish yep. luxuries, I don't need none of that. I'll, I'll whip my Corolla that still looks fresh till the wheels fucking fall out. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> none right. of that. I, don't, I rarely wear chains, I could care less. To me, success is 
you doing what the fuck you want to do with your life when you want to do it and you can even you know help your folks out too and shit when you can so that let me know like damn bro for the only feature on my first shit to win a grammy is like the sky's the limit and people i took under my wing i ain't gonna say no names but people i took under my wing and see where they are now it's like lets me know like hey man you don't even gotta take my word for for my own music but at the same time being subconsciously put in an executive producer position yeah. and seeing where the you know how strong Grasshopper was and my apprentices were under my wing to where they are now it's like <laughs> I gotta be destined for this it's all for a reason that's not even on my own shit other people that are, are believing in me enough to help them launch their careers and seeing where it goes it's like fuck man like the, the planets have to be aligning straight up the planets have to be aligning so it, it is a trip and a mind fuck to see where things go and and like I said bro I still feel like I'm just getting started but I'm I'm grateful for every opportunity or any dope thing that happened for my life that I'm, I'm able to look back on and pass it on to, to my kids or whoever to continue on my legacy and be like yo man this is where I was in this point in my life and this is what I accomplished and this is what other people accomplished while they were working with me and yada 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 you know what I'm saying so talk is cheap the music and the rest it can speak for itself. It does. No, it does, man. It, it, yeah, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you gotta check out my man Destructs catalog, Thank um, you. you know, YouTube, SoundCloud, all over. As yeah. cliche as that sounds, got a little song for everybody. And we got the live band shit too. And we got the live band shit too. So it's a little song for everybody. That's know? right, bro. That's right, man. It is, you know, shifting gears a little bit, man. Yes. Because Tokyo you, drift that right? shit, man. Exactly, right? <laughs> uh, you now. You got your a production company, the Resident People. Resident People, man. Let's talk about that, man. How's everything going with that? What inspired that? All that good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Like, at first, it was just running the studio. Shout out to Area 52. It was just the studio now. It's been a decade plus now in, in Van Nuys and in, in La Calle de la Valle. Um, when I went to New York for the first time, I got a new phone. And I realized, like, yo, this shit got 4K on this shit, right? <laughs> That's right. So I was working on this new project. Shout out to my brother K-Dub, who, you know, he's a dope MC and producer from, from the OC. He, uh, you know, was investing in his project for us and got some sick, sick, I'm talking OGs for the project. Uh -huh. Excuse me. And they were like, hey, bro, when you go to NY, I think Homeboy is going to be down to film with you, right? So shout out to Rusty Jux and the whole Duck Down team. So I was like, you know what, bro? I got this 12... Fuck it, let's set it up. I was already filming out there uh, for something else and my lady as well. So we're already in Harlem and Brooklyn. And I was like, you know what? Let me just get this damn iPhone cracking and let's see what we could do. So luckily where I was already in Brooklyn filming, Rusty Jux, the OG, lived down the street from the Sean Price mural that I was at. And literally me and my lady, you know, filmed it ourselves. Shout out to my, my brother MZ1 who did an amazing job on the editing. And that let me know that, you know what, bro? We can do this ourselves. Because it looked fucking amazing. I couldn't believe the fact that we made this with our bare hands, with our fucking phones, in the middle of the hood in Brooklyn, bro. I got to see that, man. For sure, bro. Do you have that on your phone by any chance? I do, yeah. I can, I can send it to you. So, so with that being said, that let me know, like, you know what, man? If I made a studio out of nothing, and I have an ear for that, and I've always been a fan of cinema, and I pretty much co-directed every video I've ever done. I've, I've even directed short films and shit before I even had a, my own camera to film with. I was like, you know what? Let's, 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 let's really get something going. Let's move in a different lane. Because in this business, you got to be a jack of all trades. You can't ever put your eggs in one basket. Because oh, yeah. I ain't going to get you anywhere. So after that, we did the West in Peace video. After that, we did another one. We went back to New York recently again, um, back in August. Filmed another one with my homegirl, Nejma, who's another beast for her album. And the clients just kept rolling, bro. We did another one with the OG Scarab from Living Legends, who's legendary, you know, on the oh, wow. hip-hop group in LA. You know what's up. So, and this is all ourselves, bro. So to, to now, 
Um, we I was blessed to go to Staten Island, uh, link up with Don Pacino from the legendary Killer Army Wu Tang family. Go to the actual Wu Tang district where they got their own street name and yeah. shit, yeah. And, and really be in, in in the origin of one of the greatest hip hop crews to ever. Do it, you feel me? And to film this ourselves, put this together ourselves, it's just it's just a different feeling of fulfillment, bro. To be like. You know, as the old saying goes, you want shit done right, you got to do it yourself. So now we're not just recording ourselves, putting the music out. We're fucking filming it and presenting it out ourselves. We're packaging it up, doing it ourselves. My lady gets busy with the graphic designs, and she pretty much designs a lot of the single artwork and her layout. By the way, so, man, I'm so sorry. Shout amazing. out to Silver and Gold. Shout out to Silver and Gold, too, man. What's up, Silver and Gold? album by, when, when is this drop? This episode drop? Uh, Saturday. Beautiful. Her album actually be out yesterday, Friday, October 1st, uh, avant-garde, Ooh. when the time comes, executive produced by your boy. Boy, so look out for that. Nice. So yeah, man, it's just crazy to see these organic movements really come out of your sure will, dog. God. Getting off your lazy ass and be like, you know what, man, I can do it too. Yeah, it may look simple, like we got a phone, but there's a science to that too. Yeah. I ain't got no gimbal yet, but I understand steadiness and angles and transitions and B-rolls. Like everything that went into the science of making music, I'm applying those details to the science of filmmaking now, bro. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, and now, yeah. shout out to the resident people. Look up, look up the hashtag on Instagram. Me and Mosaic got a pretty sick portfolio already. You know what I'm saying? And and the works don't speak for itself. And we cannot wait to just work with the next clients and keep solidifying, you know what I'm saying, our name in the game in, in a line of work that I always knew I could do in my heart, but now I'm just making it a reality. So it's a trip just when everything comes into fruition and shit, you know? Gosh, man, I, I love it, man. I feel your passion because I, I know you're going to kill that, that, you, that film game too, man. Thank I, you, man. And if you need a, a, an actor, I'll... More than willing to audition oh, for you, really. Oh, doubles, I got you. We're going to be jumping out <laughs> no. of a plane. If you're with it, bro, I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. no, for no. Sure I got, no, I definitely will keep that in mind. For sure, man. I just came from another uh, uh, meeting right now. Shout out to Inner City Soul and my brother Abel from Quinto Soul and the homie Polaris, who's another dope videographer who did Quinto videos. Soul. Yeah, you know, legendary shit. I'm, we eat slows for real out here, dog. Damn. Uh, he's Shout out to my homie Polaris. Really did some work with Sylvan Gold, so he's going to be filming some new stuff for, for my band for Inner City Soul. So just came out of that meeting mm. planning shit out so it's it's always forward motion bro i'd rather have the plate full than empty of like course. i know a lot of people say i ain't doing a lot or i do too much or i'm keeping up with you to me i feel like i ain't doing enough mm. you mean like don't get me wrong it's a blessing that i'm part-time at the day hustle and i'm full-time with this but i'm, I'm almost i'm so close at a point where i can leave all that aside nice. and give my 120 percent to the music i'm already at about 105 percent, but i want to give it that 120 percent commitment that i know i can do that i deserve to do that we working hard to do you know what i mean so all in due time, you know. Big things coming, man. Big things coming, man. I can't Thank wait to. See, I can't wait to see that video, man. That film that you guys yeah, produced, October, man. October third comes out. Marksman music, Destruct, Don Pacino featuring K Dub, presented, uh, produced by K Dub. Uh, I mean, rewind that back. Destruct, Marksman music featuring Don Pacino from the legendary Killer Army Wu Tang family, produced by my brother K Dub, presented by the Resident People, available worldwide. Single streaming as well as a video premiere October fourth. 2021. Boom. That's a lot to get out. I just want to make sure I got that out of shit. Love that, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Hey, bro, what, what do you think you'd be doing? If you if you weren't involved with music, what other profession could you see yourself doing if you weren't doing music? Skid fucking road, dog. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe directing, bro. Honestly. Like, I just feel like... Is, or you, if you weren't even in entertainment, or, or entertainment you, at all, at shit, all. man, I don't know, bro. If it wasn't, it's if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't for just being a recording artist to running the studio to to filming, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I tapped into the to the 
podcast shit a little bit too. For did that for a couple years. I wouldn't mind backing into that. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm a pretty social person. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people person. I, I think definitely it'd be something crowd related. Who knows? Maybe I'd be a a fucking tour guide in Brazil or some shit. Let me take it to the favelas real quick, <laughs> where it all goes down. You know? What yeah, I'm brother. I don't know, man. I, you know, it says not not that without musica, I'm armed for a reason. Nothing without music for a reason. I take that to the grave. Like it really changed my whole life, bro. Like it's something that. I don't give a fuck what anyone else says. It's 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 a it's a hole that can that can't be filled by anything else. Mm. You know, it's a slot in my life that, when it comes to purpose and just love and just therapy and everything, like you you can't really you can't really put that on anything else. You know what I mean? When your heart is set on it, your soul and mind set on it, you can't really. It's hard to replace that or find a substitute for it. So that's a tricky question. Really don't know. If it wasn't arts related, it's just it's hard yeah. to fathom your your life yeah, without man. music, right? Very without true. doing what you. I mean, that's the, true. that's you know that's that's a testament to your passion for it can't even contemplate you know what it would look like man you know you know so but yeah man I think uh, you know to see because I feel the passion man I feel the the love man and your dedication the commitment man I admire that brother and you know people that I bring on my guests that come on here, man, you know, on this platform, you know, embody that, represent that to the fullest, man. Because I, I don't bring anyone on here that's not passionate about what the hell they're doing. That doesn't you know? fit the profile, pun intended. You know, what I'm <laughs> that's right. right? Exactly, pun brother. Intended. You know, so, but, but, but definitely, man. No, I appreciate you, man. I admire that, brother. And, you know, what, um, what's next for you, brother? What, you know, what's the, maybe I don't know, one to two year, three year, you know, goals or, or plan? Yeah. What, what can you tell us, brother? Um, honestly, bro, as of right now, I'm about to celebrate the one year anniversary for Dream State for my last album. So I definitely got some some big plans for that. Yeah. Um, this project with my, my brother K Dub uh, it's called Steady Aim Volume One. We got that ready for next year. That's with the Rusty Jug song and the Killer Army one and a couple of other dope features that I don't want to name just yet. But uh, stay tuned for that. Um, you know, the high high level art. But now it's just going to be me involved with it even more. At first it was just the music and I kind of co-directed. Now I'm going to be behind more of the visuals, um, traveling a lot more. You know, uh-huh. we, uh, we got Chicago and Florida next. You know, we just came back from New York, Vegas, uh, you know what I'm saying, Long Beach. We, uh, recently, it wasn't too long where I rocked AZ. So I want to love to go back to Brazil and rock again. Uh, the traveling bug is in me, for sure, for sure. That's I want a couple more ground. Just keep expanding horizons. This, you know, the City Slickers Art Tour that I did this past summer was really a dope and eye-opening experience for be, it being one of the first official tours of me being on. It just let me know, like, hey, man, we could take this on the road. You know what I'm saying? Get some new experiences, expand you know, our outreach, get some more fans, sell our merch, be out there comfortably, and also, you know, check out some sites in the meantime, too. So that's pretty much where my head's at, man, is... Continue to deliver some high-level art. Keep, keep, you know, keep traveling. Keep rocking these festivals. Continue to be the best you never heard. So who knows? Maybe I'll be the best you have heard. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can yep. switch the slogan up. Who knows? <laughs> but consistency and progress is everything. Quality over everything. And just, um, I'm gonna be putting out a lot more other artists. You know, shout out to my homie Elsa Mar who just released her project last week, as well as Sylvan Gold's new album that just dropped yesterday. So all executive produced and engineered by your boys. So it just feels a blessing that. And it's not just my movements I'm tapping into it's other artists as well that want to take their craft serious and take it to another level that I believe enough in me to help them take you know take what their movement to another level so that's another thing I'm going to be looking forward to is get, being more in my executive producer bag 
and just keep building up that portfolio and you know honest living making honest music dog i don't need to ball out none of that shit i'm a simple man i just you know we love what we do and we just want to hit y'all with some more quality art that's it let you know that real art and real artists still exist that's wow. it pretty yeah. simple love know? it man love it man. i know it you, I'm a fan, brother. I'm a, you got a fan right here, brother. And your next show in LA, man, I definitely want to be there, man. You got to let me know when yeah. your next Dom, performance. Dom Fest is tonight, Saturday, right? Oh, uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. So tonight, man, rocking with Evidence. Like I told you, Evidence, oh. Rock Marciano, Chino Excel, Abstract Rude is going to be a hell of a lineup. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Where's the venue? Uh, it's the Firewater Cantina in, in uh, Ontario. Oh, dude, yeah, my so neck of the woods, IE. Yeah, so look out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. pull up, rocking. Uh, me and Silver and Gold gonna be rocking. I'm gonna be judging the Project Blow at MC Battles as well, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be rocking with the OG Abstract Roots set as well. Besides enjoying the show and just being a hip hop fan and head, so so it's all balanced, man. I'm just looking forward to a good time and doing what the fuck we love doing, you know. That's beautiful, it. man. Beautiful, brother. I, I, it's, you got so much going on, man. It's hard. I can't Thank keep you. up with you, bro. Like, like, well, slow down. Don't trip. Don't trip. <laughs> I got the Matrix button. You know. There you go. Slow down the shit. Yeah. Blue pill, red pill, red whatever. Pill. You, you decide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, man. So, uh, what, what's, uh, what would you tell, man? This is the last question, brother. Yes, sir. What would you tell an aspiring, a young aspiring, you know, hip hop artist or musician? Yep. No, let's, let's go hip-hop artist. What, what, what would you tell that kid, man? Yeah. yeah. He wants to get in the game. What was some advi- What's some advice for him to achieve success? What would you tell him? I mean, I've said this a million times, but it never gets old, and it applies to everything. Is you know, It's all about conviction. It's all about conviction. If you can't convince yourself, then how the fuck do you expect to convince anyone else? Mm. I've said it a million times, but it's the truth. I, I got to trademark that and make that a t-shirt. Love that, bro. But it's the truth, man. Because you can never expect the world to be on your side. You can never expect your family, your girl to be on your side. This is something that you got to put yourself in the driver's seat. You got to put the key in the ignition. You got to turn that shit. You got to fucking put the, you know what I'm saying, the shifting gear and drive that bitch and keep it moving. Because if not, it ain't going to go nowhere. And conviction is all the fuel you need for that. So simple as that. Fuck the world. Be convinced that you could do it. And nothing can stop you. Simple as that. I know a lot of people wish the opposite for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I do music aside. I deal with a lot of negativity, hatred on on the regular. But you know what? It doesn't phase me because that's not where my head's at or my heart's at. It's not the type of person I, I was. And I I've, I've been built to withstand struggles and bullshit and trials and tribulations and everything in between. But the reason why I'm still here, I still get booked, I'm still relevant, still one of the most hardworking motherfuckers in the shit because I knew in my heart that I was convinced to do it. Simple as that, bro. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why he is on this podcast right now. That is conviction at 100%, man. It, man. I felt that shit, Thank man. I no, appreciate you, you, brother. appreciate that, man. Brother, man, before we wrap this up, where so, could the good people follow you, catch your music, you know, plug everything, brother? Nah, thank you, man. Uh, everything's a one-stop shop, uh, destructmusic.com. Follow me on Instagram, destructmusic. It's all right there. Simple as that. Linktree all set up. Um, whether if you want to check out the catalog, check out the merch, if you want to book me for features, if you need studio time, and if you need some help with the resident people film production I'm at your service man I'm a, I'm a true contributor to the culture and I'm just trying to carry this shit and uphold it with some, some integrity and some class you're a man it. of the people bro. that's it bro that's it right? public servant that's it man that's right that's, that's it, right man no thank you so much for, 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 for uh, being here man for and having, taking man. the time brother absolutely no like I said I'm gonna continue to follow you and and, 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 and you know see the progress and, and the ascent into the of course bro 
into the stratosphere, brother. Of course. And, uh, big, again, big shout out to Silver and Gold. Yeah, um, you guys are doing big things. The dynamic duo. Thank you, man. Uh, She's it, working it, really hard, man. Three years. She did a lot. She did a lot that a lot of other artists haven't done in a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. All the ground she's covered. And for her to drop her third project three years into this is, yeah, this quality shit and the name she's built for herself and the show she's rocking at as well. She'll be at Thought Fest tonight as well. Hats off to her. Really proud of her. And just, that's what I'm saying, man. It's dope when it's not just yourself that you bring into the light, bring into the game, seeing, seeing evolve and elevate. You know what I'm saying? That's a, it's a beautiful position to be in where others around you are building and growing and elevating with you. And that's what it's all about. We're all making money together. We all, you know, living it up together, doing what we love together. And that's, that's what it's about, man. I can just imagine the, the yeah, the environment. It's just nurturing, positive, just loving, just Got to. Pat, compassionate, Got passionate. To. Life is it's fucked great, as man. it is. The music world is even more fucked. So you got to have the right mentality when you step in this shit. Because I, like I told my chicks, it's the riskiest career choice you could be in. There ain't nothing more fickle and snaky and sketchy than this music biz. Uh. If you don't got the right mentality for it, you ain't going to last a day. Because mm. nothing, nothing happens overnight. Contra contrary to popular beliefs, ain't nothing happening overnight, dog. Sure, man. Unless you want to sell your soul and take a different route, hey, teach his own. But if you want to do the hard work and build your own establishment, it's going to take a little more time than that. You know what I mean? Go follow Destruct, ladies and gentlemen, man. Hey, brother. Thank you so much, Thank man. You again, Once bro, again, you. no, I appreciate you, man. And uh, again, you're always welcome back here anytime, man. Thank and, you, man. Uh, you know, I, I can't express that enough. And so, thanks again, brother. You already know, bro. Appreciate you. Ladies Hello. and gentlemen, there you have my man Destruct Hello. out of Los Angeles, California, hip-hop artist extraordinaire. Go follow him. Go check his music out. All the platforms, SoundCloud, everything, right? Spotify. We out here. YouTube. We go watch here. the videos. Uh, I mean, just extraordinary, man. So Thank you. For my man, I'm Double A. Ladies and gentlemen, always... Um, it's always a pleasure being here with you guys. I, I really, I can't express enough, you know, how how I, lucky I am to do this, man. Because I get to talk to someone, you know, amazing every week, and it's it's like it's like uh, I don't know, man. It's, it, I get injected with wisdom and and, and inspiration That's and motivation real. every week. So I, it's a growing process for myself. So I thank all my guests, man, all my future guests, and a big shout out to Social Nostra, my man Kevin Perkins, man. Thank you, Kevin, for everything, man. I appreciate you, man. It's uh, what's up, man? Right here, we're live on Instagram. Yes, sir. Right here with Destruct, ladies and gentlemen. Double A here in the Profile Pods TV studios. Thanks again. Big shout out once again to Los Angeles Entrepreneurs. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go follow on Instagram, Clubhouse, Twitter. It's all Profile Pod TV. And rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Give me some feedback. Ooh. I cut my hair finally. Damn. You guys can see that. Tell me what you think of that. <laughs> my new hairstyle. Shit. Making moves, man. Making moves. For my man, Destruct, I'm Double A here at Profile Pod TV. Reminding you to always take it Easy. Hey. Thanks again, brother. Peace. For sure. Peace, man. Oh, man. I like that.